It's the radio guy, to Dr. Mike Prince. Welcome to the Hump Day episode of the Mike Prince Show here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Time truly flies when you're having fun. This is day two of our special series, Where Are They Now? Yesterday we heard from Clarence Stubblefield, and you guys responded over the top in a positive way. We appreciate that. Phone calls, texts, emails, keep them coming. Part two, we'll hear from Wilbur Williams. We'll also hear from Byron Smith, head coach for the Prairie View A&M University men's basketball program. Don't forget our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are at the Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. Website, obnradio.com. And our 24-hour dial-in message center is 713-570-6736. And without any further delay, we'll jump right into today's episode. Once again, we want to thank you guys so much for all of the excitement that has come up with men's basketball, in particular to our Where Are They Now segment, Clarence Stubblefield spoke from his PV proud heart. We'll first hear from Coach Byron Smith, the Panthers with their ugly but effective win over Pine Bluff. I personally like that. It shows the diversity of this program and how on any given night you do whatever it takes to get the win. We'll hear from Coach Byron Smith. And after that, we'll hear from Wilbur Williams. Enjoy today's show. Remember, you can leave your feedback on our 24-hour message line at 713-570-6736. We have with us on the phone line, Coach Byron Smith. You do it. They say the good, the bad, and the ugly. But the bottom line is you get the win over Pine Bluff. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, Mike. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. It's an up and down season when you're winning like you've been winning. And you found every which way to win. Describe last night's competition. Well, as an old saying, they say you win ugly, it's still a win, as you say. Um, I thought we did a really good job of defending, holding them to 44 points. I thought they did an even better job of defending us, holding us to 48 points, well below our scoring average. Uh, shots wouldn't fall last night, but a really, really, really solid basketball team. Uh, when the ball's not falling, uh, shots not going down, uh, you still have a chance if you guard and you play really good defense. Uh, and I thought we did that. I don't think we did a really good job on the board. Um, but I thought we defended, especially in critical times when we had to. We got big-time stops, uh, and we made free throws late, uh, and we were able to close it out. So at this late stage of the season, Mike, a win's a win, and we're happy to be moving forward. Absolutely. Well, when you look at the measure of the tape, you were out-rebounded, but that's part of the game. So when you have flat nights, then you have to just kind of reach deep down within and find a way to get it done. But as you mentioned, late toward the end of the game, the free throws were falling through. Now, you got through 
the, the, the thickest part of your season. You got this Alabama trip coming up real soon. How important is this as you settle in on this final stretch? I mean, it's very important. Very important to us because the next, uh, next game that we have or next two games that we have. Um, and, uh, you know, you just want to keep the momentum going. Um, you know, obviously, I think people know what, what we're close to accomplishing, something that they've done in a long time at Bird U. Uh, but, you know, we're not putting the car before the horse. Uh, it's about, you know, coming out, uh, being prepared, uh, having a good mindset, which is our approach, and then going out and executing the game plan. And uh, so far for the first 26 games, even though we started off really slow in the non-conference, um, I think for over 26 games, I couldn't be more proud of my group and the things that they've done and they've had to endure. Uh, and I think we're only getting better, even though we, we, we squeezed by a tough five-block team last night. I feel that we're improving and getting better. And each night, somebody else is stepping up. So that's, you know, we have really good depth on our team. And uh, we're really excited about uh, things to come here in the future uh, for the Tampa Men's basketball program. We're talking right now with Coach Byron Smith. Prairie View improves their record to 12 and 1. No, is it 13 and 1? I'm sorry. 13 and 1. 13 and 1. Let me make sure I get it right, Coach. Now, uh, a, a lot of people have been really proud of what you're doing, and I've had the fortunes. We're doing a special this week where we've been talking to the teams from 61 and 62, 58 years in the making, Coach, and these coaches and players are truly appreciating what this 2019 edition of PV Basketball is accomplishing. And how does it feel to know that not only your peers but some of your predecessors are appreciating the work that you guys are putting in right now? I mean, it feels great. I mean, that's, that's part of what why we took the opportunity and God gave us the opportunity to take this program over. Uh, that's what it's about, you know, gaining the respect of people that really don't even know you. Uh, loyal uh, alumni and, and fans and supporters uh, from decades past. Um, you know, being being associated with just a great uh, you know institution and great tradition and the pride, the proud. Uh, that includes and Purdue and M. You know, faithful. Uh, you know, we're really excited to. Uh, to get their attention, and I'm honored to I'm honored to have the opportunity uh, and the blessing from God to be able to be the face of the program. Uh, these young men really accept the challenge, and they understand what it's about. What's been a great institution, um, and we just really want to keep moving it forward so we can, uh, you know, we can kind of you know revive the program, if you will, and, uh, and keep it going and sustain what, what we've worked on for this, this season. Absolutely, that's going to be the uh, the key to keep it going and keep things flowing. Now, it sound like. I didn't broke up a Mardi Gras party or something, so I'm not gonna hold you much longer, Coach. I know. Look, I know you're you're a Louisiana f fella. A lot of folks forget that you went to U of H and everything, but that Louisiana kicking out of you right now. And but it's a job well deserved. I, I want to uh, ask you this question. Well, no, and better yet, here's what I want to do. We got one more home stretch coming up after this Alabama stretch. I want you to address PV Nation right now and make your plea for them to come out for this final home stretch that we'll have between Alcorn and Southern. Hey, you know what? I, I say this, that this is a fun group to watch. Uh, these guys, you know, they may not always play well, but they always play hard. They always play with enthusiasm, uh, great energy, tremendous effort, and unbelievable toughness. Um, I mean, why not come out and support these young men? I mean, they are really playing for themselves, and they're playing for you as well. Uh, and for those guys to get a packed house, uh, you know, against Southern on March 7th and against Alcorn on March 9th, 
We'll do them all the good. And you know what? Just everybody have a six-man mentality, you know, uh, to come out and support, get behind these young men uh, and inspire them uh, the way that they're trying to inspire you. So we'd love to have you come out if you can. Uh, but if you can't, be there with us with your prayers and with in spirit. Uh, and that's almost as good as you being there uh, in the stand. But we'd love to have you come out and support us uh, to close out our home stretch for the uh, 2018-19 uh, Southwest Athletic Conference schedule. Uh, 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 All right, Coach. Look, man, you be careful out there, man. And don't, as I say, don't take no wooden nickels. He's Coach Byron Smith. I'm Mike Prince. We thank you guys so much. We're going to pause for the calls, and we'll be right back. Reach more potential customers through our sports radio package by dialing 832-213-8824. And welcome back to the Mike Prince Show. Enjoy Coach Byron Smith on that last segment. We're now heading to hear from Wilbur Williams, class of 1964. You're going to be excited to hear what he has to say. This is part two of our three-part series. And without any further delay... Let that beautiful footage roll. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, and we have been treated uh, for the past couple of series on, I guess, a Where Are They Now series in regards to the Prairie View A&M University's men's basketball program, of course, Coach Byron Smith in the 2019 edition of the Panthers are flying high right now on top of the Southwest Athletic Conference. But I've been able, as my grandmother would say, to retch back and grab a hold to some of the living legends that we have with us right now in regards to that 61-62 squad. And today, our special guest is Brother Wilbur Williams. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing fine, Brother Prince. How are you? I mean, you know what? I'm I'm blessed, and, and I'm really thrilled for the opportunity to get a chance to chat with you, talk about our beloved Prairie View, talk about some basketball, and just to check on how things are going with you, man. Well, the pleasure is all mine to you and your, and your listening audience. Well, yes, sir. Look, now you were class of 1964, correct? I graduated in 1964. Okay, and uh, you were on that team that made the series run. We spoke with one of your teammates earlier, uh, Clarence Stubblefield, and he gave his reflections and everything, and you kind of transitioned through. But there's one name that keeps ringing out, and that's Zelmo Beatty. When you hear that name, what, what, what comes to mind for you? Well, uh, you know, on that team, you know, you can imagine, and, and of course, you know your history of, of how the South was in the in the fifties and sixties. And I don't care how good you were, you you were going to go to the Prairie View or Texas Southern, one of those schools in Texas. And so Zelmo was from a little little small town, Woodville, Texas, and they had won state two years in a row. And uh, there was a country boy. Very strong on that team. Uh, uh, most of us were from the city, but Zelmo was a country boy. And uh, I heard Coach Mo tell the story when he tried. To, you know, they didn't have a recruiting budget, so he went down there to see Zelmo. And Zelmo's mother was out there in the, in the backyard uh, washing clothes in a big black pot. And and Coach Mo told him, "said uh, Miss Bader, you you step aside. I'll finish washing those." And when she did, when he did that, the mother fell in love 
with Zelmo and the rest is history. Uh, Zell was 6'8", <laughs> strong, strong, good country boy. So, so, so Coach Moore went out there and got that wash pot. She said, man, uh, willing to help and wash up, baby, that's where you're going to school. That's when you go into school. That's you all right. It. That's all right. Now, you old city boy. You from the Dallas, Texas area. What led you? I know you said it, you didn't have much choice. Either went to Prairie View or Texas Southern, uh, if you were of any caliber as a student athlete. What led you to choose Prairie View? Well, uh, uh, in, in Texas during that era, uh, everything in the state championship, you weren't going down to Austin University of Texas. You were going to Prairie View. For state championships and band, all the state championships went in, went in uh, through Prairie View, and so we went down there and and for the state championship, uh, we were going to play a team out of Houston named Cashmere, and they were so crowded down there, and the atmosphere was so so heated, uh, we were declared state co-championship, co-champion. That has never been done in the history of basketball. And so, man, I was so in love with that little cracker box gym and all those people in there. <laughs> and and when and when they recruited me, I had another real good player on my team out of Dallas Madison named Dave Starworth who played in the NBA. But for me, I was a little ahead of him. I said, man, this is where I have to go. Wow. And and the rest is history. And the rest is history. And, man, and, and – uh, I enjoyed my four years at Prairie View. Uh, uh, it was a, it was a, it was just a, a good atmosphere. Uh, it was a nurturing atmosphere. You could go in and talk to your professors, and uh, oh man, I just, I, I still, I still love Prairie View. Yes, sir. Well, I love it just as much. And those that get a chance to listen and hear our daily show, they know how much we love Prairie View. And with that being said, when you look now and you see what the Panthers are doing in this 2019 edition of Prairie View Men's Basketball. How does that make you feel seeing, number one, that it's been 58 years since someone was able to come close to the standards that you guys had and then to see that they're doing it on such a consistent level now? Well, i just to give you an example of that. First thing I did in the, in the paper this morning, I looked at the, uh, the scores from around the country and I saw where Prairie View won another game last night. And I always look in the paper for it. I either go on the Internet. Uh, I, we are so proud of those guys, even though we don't know them. Uh, but we st I'm still a part of Prairie View. Yes, sir. And Prairie View will forever be a part of you as well. And that's why we do what we do here on the Mike Prince Show daily. Uh, we try to stay consistent with the past, the present, and the future. And you can't have one without the other. Now, I got to ask you this question. I asked your teammate. Uh, Brother Stubblefield, looking at the team that we have right now, and we know it's a different era, how do you think these guys of 2019 would have matched up with your squad? Well, you know, those questions are always asked when, when, you, when you have a history as long as we have. Uh, how would you compare? They always compare the great college teams, the great pro teams. Uh, during our era, I think we were better been competitive. I'm not, I can't remember exactly how many points we averaged, but I'm, I'm sure it was around 80, uh, 80, some, somewhere in the eighties. And so if you look at the, uh, at the average that we were averaging and our record, I think we lost maybe, uh, two games that whole year. Uh, and I might be off on that. I do know we were number two in the nation. Uh, and it was, a, it was a time when, when uh, we didn't think we could lose. And so I'm sure these guys feel the same way. 
Now I tell you what they do, brother Prince. They they jump a little higher, <laughs> and they go between their legs a lot more. <laughs> but we all could shoot, and we all could rebound. Uh, we had another guy on that team named Thomas Redmond from Beaumont, Texas, who was an awesome rebounder. So when Zelmo wasn't getting the rebounds, we know we could depend on Thomas Redmond, and so uh, we think we could compete with him. It would. It would be interesting, but only thing we can compare our statistics. You know, what's their average? How many points they letting up off of defense? We played great defense, great defense, and so um, it would be interesting and fun thing to do. Well, in between uh, reading those lines, I'm, I'm I'm thinking you leaning with your guys. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I mean, Zemo uh, Zemo was Zemo was about six eight. Six eight and a half. Thomas Redmond was about six six. Doublefield was about six three six four. Uh, Dewey McQueen was six one six two. Uh, Carnell Lack was was right at six feet. So uh, we had good height, good guys coming off the bench. I was on the bench. Another guy named uh, Doug Hines was on the bench from Center Tech. They won state two years in a row too. And, it, and one of his teammates named Gary. And so we had a good strong bench. Yes, sir. Well, you know what? It takes it takes a team work to make a dream work. And and when you guys understood your roles and everybody were complimenting each other, which is why we're celebrating right now in 2019 what had not been achieved in 58 years. And to know that you were a part of that uh, has to be a very special feeling because it's a special feeling for us just to bring it all together here in 2019 on this show. And I thank you so much for taking the time out to make yourself available and be a part of this. Well, the pleasure is, of course, all mine. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys reaching out to us because a lot of times we forget our history. And once folks are deceased, that history is gone forever in a lot of instances. And so uh, I'm sure this will be a, a part of the archives for the, for the Prairie View a University somewhere and uh, be part of history. Yes, sir. A part of history, no doubt. And not only the history of the past, but the history of the present and that of the future. He is my brother, Wilbur Williams. And I want to give you an opportunity to have some closing thoughts and and, and words at this point, sir. Well, again, Brother Prince, uh, uh, I was just really shocked that you called on yesterday. Stubberfield and I, we communicate uh, often. as, of course, you know, his sister is now the pre- president of the university. And so we've always talked. We've had reunions. We've had, uh, we're all in the Hall of Fame down there at Prairie View. And so uh, somebody said in this life, when, when, when it's time for us to go on to our making, we aren't going to have a two things, and that's friendship and memories. And I have lifelong friends from Prairie View A&M University on that basketball team, and I have nothing but some awesome, awesome memories. Again, I thank you, and I know our teammates thank you, even so some of them have gone on, that they have children, and, and of course, uh, I'll share it with every, every chance I get that they haven't forgotten the, the mighty Prairie View A&M Panthers. Amen to that, my brother, and I thank you so much for uh, the availability and the warmth in receiving. I, I, I feel strange saying this. I'm a young buck compared to you, but I really aff- I feel the love that you've embraced upon us. And, of course, I hope you feel it coming from our end as well. And I tell you what, we're going to make sure that we keep in contact on a regular basis and let you know that once a panther, always a panther. 
He is Wilbur Williams, living in the Dallas, Texas area, class of 1964. I am the radio guide, Dr. Mike Prince. As always, we thank you guys so much. You guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side.